listening to an extra shot episode on the Project Zion podcast, a shorter episode that lets you get your Project Zion fix in between our full-length episodes. It might be shorter time-wise, but hopefully not in content. So regardless of the temperature at which you prefer your caffeine, sit back and enjoy this extra shot. and welcome to the Project Zion podcast. I'm your host, Carla Long, and today I'm here with someone that, well, whose voice you might find a little recognizable. I'm here with Karen Peter, who's also a host for Project Zion. Hi, Karen. Hi, Carla. <laughs> Are you excited to be here, Karen? I do not like being on this end of the um, interview, but yes, kind of, because I'm excited about what we're talking about. Oh, that's good. So Karen, I think most people know who you are, but why don't you do a short introduction just in case they don't. So I am one of the um, voices you hear on Project Zion. And so I do Cup of Joe on church history and some other um, interview series for Project Zion, which is fun. And I am a full-time minister with Community of Christ. And I live in Olympia, uh, Washington with my spouse and our dog. So you keep pretty busy. That's what you're saying, really. I do keep pretty busy. Um, I would think with the pandemic that, you know, working for the church, things would slow down. But uh, no, it's been busy, busy, busy with Zoom and all the other things that we do. Yeah, I know. Zoom is like everything right now. I, when pervasive. I got my computer, my daughter says church. So <laughs> she's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> Oh, so Karen, today we're going to be talking about Temple Tuesday, which is something that actually started during the pandemic, I think. And so if people don't know exactly what that is, what is Temple Tuesday? So Temple Tuesday are short videos. I'm going to say one to three minutes. Once in a while, we, we might get one that's longer than three minutes, but normally I think one to three minutes. There are these really short videos posted um, in the Latter-day Seekers Facebook page that are um, little explorations into the temple and the idea of what it means to be a people of the temple. I think that these are super important because our temple and community of Christ means something very different than other temples in the world. And I'm not just talking about the church of Jesus Christ or Latter-day Saints temples. There's other temples too. And our temple means something completely different. Do you want to talk a little bit about what we talk about in those temple Tuesday videos? Like, do we show parts of our temple? Is is it possible to show parts of our temple? Tell me more. Yes. Well, for a while, no, it wasn't possible to show only because the pandemic. And so the temple was closed at the uh, beginning of the pandemic. And so we do show places. Um, we started showing places around the temple, the outside of the building, those kinds of things. And now we are able to go in and to film um, inside and to do videos around the temple as well. So yes, you do get to see all the places um, in the temple. They're not, we don't have hidden secret places, except maybe, you know, we probably wouldn't want to go into somebody's office and like video what's on their bookshelf or something. We wouldn't do that. No, you might. I don't know. Let me think about that. But we do show places and we uh, try to give kind of the meaning of that particular place and the purpose of it. And sometimes even a little history behind it. And, um, and then we, we pose a question 
that helps you think about how that purpose of that place or the meaning of that place might be expressed in your own life. And when I when I talk about these different places, they're not always kind of the religious places you would think, like not always a picture of the cross or a picture of the of the sanctuary, but there's some really less significant places that we've highlighted. Very unusual, I think, for this kind of a thing, but deeply spiritual. For example, the door handles when you go to enter the temple, both in the front door and into the sanctuary. Have you ever really looked at those, Carla? Yeah. And what shape are they in? They had, there's a dove in it. Yeah. 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 They're formed in this beautiful shape of the dove. So when we did some research on why that is, they talked about the design for one, the temple's dedicated to peace. And so the dove is a symbol of peace. But the way the design of the handles is, it's wide at the top, narrow at the bottom, and they're elongated. And the design was that way so that even children who had small hands could reach up and grasp that and pull it open. So it was more accessible. And so accessibility, the the ability for everybody to be able to come and find place has been a real key um, element of this as well. I love that. I mean, I, I was a young girl when the temple's vision was coming into fruition, but I, I loved how much thought was put into almost every single piece that went in there from the choosing of the marble. I was a temple tour guide for two summers. Oh, good uh, for you. I know. So <laughs> I know a lot more than I probably should. Um, and I, I always loved exploring those places. And, and that was one of the reasons I knew there was a piece, uh, there was a dove on those things. Cause I went in those doors many, many, many times. I will also remember I've re- watched a lot of the temple Tuesday videos, but one of my favorites is when you were talking about when was, they were all happening outside of the temple. Mm-hmm. That's when Joey Williams was running up those outside stairs <laughs> to get to the top. Where the There's a lot was. of stairs out there. There's a surprising amount of stairs and he was so out of breath. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. And he filmed that so many times that I think he did his aerobics for a month just filming that video. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's so many good ones out there. And I also loved the one near the very beginning also when he was driving. And the, you don't think of the temple and the auditorium on a hill, but they really are on a hill. And when you're driving and you go underneath that stone arch bridge and you see the temple and auditorium in front of you. And I've always, always loved that picture of the temple and the auditorium that it's like seared in my memory. I think it's, they, you guys do a great job with it. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, Joey is wonderful and super creative and he enlists help. His sister was actually driving for him to do that several times. I think she's helped him on, on several of these, but yeah, that's a marvelous one. That was our first Temple Tuesday. So I too, you just, it's really um, meaningful to all of a sudden have the temple come into view. And Joey talks about that in that video. Yeah. So I think that this is a really important, these are really important videos, but what was the hope behind Temple Tuesdays going into them? Like what, what did you want to see happen? Well, originally our thought was, um, well, so it was during the pandemic and, and we'd seen, you know, all the different things come on Facebook where, um, you would, you know, dress up as your favorite Disney character and then send out a challenge kind of a thing. And it kind of sparked from that is, wait a minute, we, we've been called to live as people of the temple. So what does that look like if we do that in the midst of a pandemic where we are? So what does it look like to live as a people of the temple where we are? And so then we thought if we showed images from around the temple and the temple complex, and then um, asked people to kind of 
discern how they're living that same aspect of temple ministry um, in their own life and uh, reflect on that and then share if they want to post a picture or you know respond or not just simply watch the video but the idea was um was twofold one is that it's important for us as community of christ people to be doing what we're called to do and so this was i think a tool to help us recognize that about the temple in our life and second it was a way for people not familiar with community of christ or from other restoration traditions or other denominations or other uh, faith backgrounds to see what we meant when we talk about temple and to explore that with us. I really love that. And be, and I love that you said become a people of the temple because I of course went back to section 161 of the doctrine and covenants in my mind. And I actually just looked it up really fast. I'd like to read it if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it speaks deeply to what you're talking about here. This is section 161 two a and B become a people of the temple. Those who see violence, but, but proclaim peace who feel conflict yet extend the hand of reconciliation who encounter broken spirits and find pathways for healing. Fulfill the purposes of the temple by making its ministries manifest in your hearts. It was built from your sacrifices and searching over many generations. Let it stand as a towering symbol of a people who knew injustice and strife on the frontier and who now seek the peace of Jesus Christ throughout the world. Oh, that almost brought me to tears. The, uh, the idea that the temple, if we manifest that in our hearts, and that's what you are all trying to help people do, we can proclaim peace as a people. Yeah, those words and the kind of the meaning behind the temple is so much a part of so many of us who experienced life in the church prior to the temple being built, experienced life in the church as the temple was being built. Many of us thinking we'd never see it because of we didn't live near there. Many um, Latter-day Saints feel that way now who are in, in uh exploring community of Christ around the world and might never come to independence to see the community of Christ temple. And so what does that mean then to take the temple where I am and have peace and reconciliation and healing of the spirit be important in my life in ways that make a difference where I am. It's so critical in our discernment process. Now as the church looks at what does it mean to move towards Jesus, the peaceful one, we have to really look at what does it mean to live peace, to leave, live reconciliation and live spirit and the healing of the spirit where I am. So all good stuff. Gosh, this just got a lot deeper than I was anticipating, Karen. This is, really, <laughs> this is actually really fun to talk about. So I think that we've already touched on this, but I don't know if you want to go on a little bit deeper about it, but why is Temple Tuesdays and talking about the temple, why is it missionally important for community of Christ? What makes this something that people want to grab a hold of and be like, I want to be part of that? So I think there's there's two things that come to mind um, immediately. The first is that missionally, um, as a as a disciple in community of Christ, I need to be able to say more than what the temple is and where it is and what it means. I need I need to be living it where I am so that when people engage with me, I'm actually walking the path of the disciple as a community of Christ member. And that's what they encounter. And which brings me to my my second reason. We live in a culture that is increasingly disenfranchised from um, religion and is deeply suspicious of religious read Christian institutions. 
if you begin in many places in the Western world to talk about Christianity, people will back away slowly because people have been wounded by uh, Christian rhetoric. And so living peace, reconciliation, and healing of the spirit are ways to live our faith that highlight the stark contrast between community of Christ, what we stand for, who we profess to be, what we're called to be, and other um, groups who use Christianity in an exclusionary, divisive, and often dangerous kind of way. So missionally, it helps us really identify who we are and who we're called to be, and it really helps us kind of live into that old um, RLDSE community of Christ kind of thing. What does it mean to be a peculiar people? Well, right now it means to live peace, reconciliation and healing of the spirit. That's what it means in our, in our current uh, global climate. It's so true. And I am so proud to be a peculiar person in that way. And I just know that I could be a little better at it. <laughs> that's a, you that's, and me both. That's an excellent call for us, Karen. So Temple Tuesdays have been happening since what, March or April, something like that, 2020? Mm, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And have you had a lot of engagement? Like is the only place they can watch it on Facebook or are there other places they can watch it? Well, it comes out on Facebook. Every once in a while, it'll get picked up by the main Community of Christ page and they'll post it there out of communications. Um, and then it's wherever people take it. So when it pops up on the Latter-day Seeker main page, if I then share it in my groups, then it goes from there. So it started slow, but we have been increasing um, with uh, the engagement with this particular um, experience, this expression of Latter-day Seeker ministry as Temple Tuesday. Yeah, it's growing. That is so exciting to hear. I love hearing that. And, you know, like, um, I know that people who are investigating, oh, I don't know if I want to use the word investigating, yeah, people who are looking not. at Community of Christ, uh, if, they, if they've never seen the temple, I mean, there are so many in cool stories, just like you're talking about, so many beautiful parts of that building. And I, I wonder if Temple Tuesdays could go on indefinitely. I don't know if you all want them to go on indefinitely, but there would be <laughs> so many places that you could look at and see and talk about. So that's pretty exciting. Well, it started out as just this kind of list of ideas. And then, you know, we had to get formal. So we got ourselves an Excel spreadsheet. We started listing all of the different places that we thought would be a great place to do a short video. And then what part of peace, reconciliation, healing of the spirit did that really um, model or manifest? And, And what are some ideas about it? And one of them that everybody kind of did research into the building of the temple. And one of the things we found was that at the very tip of the spire, because, you know, it goes up in the swirly spire, when the last piece was put in place um, by the iron workers, they have a tradition. And when the last steel beam is put in place, they all sign it. And then it, the structure goes up and they have, that's kind of their little celebration in, in iron worker land. Well, one of the iron workers, it turns out, his mom had been an RLDS member. And so he signed his mom's name and put it up there, which is just, it was like, oh, because in my mind, I see these big burly iron workers with hard hats and he signed his mom's name. That was just really sweet. Yeah. I love that story. Yeah. I love that. That's really cool. And it is up there. That, that's, that would be a pretty scary job, actually. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, yeah, I forget what we're talking about now. Oh yeah, the engagement with it. Okay. 
That's good. So who, who are the people that are involved with Temple Tuesdays? We already mentioned Joy Williams and you. So um, do they show lots of different people on videos and who produces them and who edits them? Like all that stuff. Who's involved? Well, Joey's the workhorse because he does the videos. And even though um, they're short, he does many different tapings of them to make sure that he's he's got what we were looking for as far as that particular place. But we have a whole team that works on them. So Joey does the filming. He's had guests appear. Jenny Jackson um, was on when Black Lives Matter was um, starting and we needed to take a look at what that meant in our own um, ministries of peace and reconciliation. And um, Locke Mackay is on, is on the team. Robin helped get it. Robin Linkart helped get it started. Brittany Mangelson does the uh, social media posting, editing, posting, that kind of thing. It came out of a discussion that Neil Diatley, who's a, a minister out in Washington, D.C. area, he and I were just having a conversation on something totally different. And so um, we continue as part of that team to kind of carry through on what the, the main vision of that was. So it's so far, it's been Joey and Neil and Locke and Robin and Brittany and myself. However, we have a new host coming on because we are expanding at Temple Tuesday. So this is all, you're the first to hear of this outside of the team. So Art Smith, many of your listeners are familiar with Art. And if you are Community of Christ and are on Facebook, you're familiar with Art. And Art is uh, a member of the Council of Twelve. He's going to be joining the Temple Tuesday team. And he and Joey will be exploring not just places around the temple, but around the whole complex. So the auditorium and kind of beyond, we're hoping maybe Stone Church, some of the other places around the whole complex um, in that area. And looking at different aspects of that. And so we're excited to kind of see where that goes um, with art and what that looks like. And we're going to be trying to be uh, more international and less U.S. focused. So uh, we already know that in uh, French Polynesia, the Temple Tuesday gets posted in French because they uh, either subtitle it. I think they subtitle it. But we're going to try to at least post in French and, and Spanish and see if we can get some. Be less U.S. focused. It just seems we're so U.S. centric all the time. We want to get away from that. So I'm pretty excited about that. And some of the places when you start nosing around in the auditorium oh my goodness it's like there are some really interesting places there did you go in that at, when you were the the guide for the two summers did you oh yeah we did the auditorium there? too for okay. sure so before we had the temple everything was in the auditorium so you think about that like world conference the nursery is on the fifth floor of the auditorium behind the pipe organ directly behind the pipe organ, the pipes part, not the organ part, the pipes part. And I didn't realize that's where it was until I was in the nursery because I helped man the childcare for a peace colloquy one time. And all of a sudden, it was the, um, the organ recital. And they start the organ recital. It was like living in the Phantom of the Opera set. It was, it was 
It was awful. And I remember thinking, men designed this. Men needed to find a place to stick the children. And this was the only spot they had. Nobody, no woman would put the nursery behind. I mean, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. So anyway. That is crazy. I do remember... So I was working at the temple complex and um, working in Europe at the same time, blah, blah, blah. I became a bishop and I was taking a walk around the top. You know, if you went walk, like, I don't know how many laps you get a mile at the very, very top. And I sat down to rest on these stairs and I looked up and I saw the bishop's conference room and I'd never seen it before in my life. And so I'm like, now that I'm a bishop, can I see the room? Is that what it is? It's like a Harry Potter kind of magic thing. I don't even know. So that auditorium is full of surprises around every corner. I swear it is. It really is. And the other thing, we talked about this in our last um, Temple Tuesday meeting, because that's when we were talking about expanding in this way. And from my, this is just my perspective, my personal Karen Peter perspective. The auditorium has this kind can, can buildings have auras or can only people have auras? I'm not really sure. But I think it has kind of this historic ghostly aura, if you will, in the auditorium that you can really feel. You don't feel it in the temple because it's too new, but in the auditorium, you walk in and you can just sense the presence of of what we might theologically call the communion of the saints, or if we're going to be scriptural, call the cloud of witnesses, but you can just feel that in there. You walk into the chamber, don't turn the lights on, just walk into that chamber and you just, like it presses in all around you, the the presence of these people, many of them giants of the reorganization who created that building and worked in that building and met for conferences in that building and made decisions that affect us um, today and allowed us to be who we are today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is, it is a slightly lesser impressive of a building, like if you're comparing the two, but there, you're right. There is so much history in the auditorium as well. Uh, and I, I would be really excited to see more about the temple complex in general and the stone church too. I mean, the stone church is a really interesting building as well. And it's definitely part of our heritage. It is that, that whole area there on that corner is just fascinating. And we have the, the UN Peace Plaza as part of that complex as well. So who knows what we'll see when uh, Joey and Art start filming. I'm excited about that. Okay. Well, I mean, I feel like you have already touched on this a little bit with the announcement about Art Smith, but Mm -hmm. um, any, and moving into the Temple Complex was, is there anything else that's coming up next for Temple Tuesdays that we should know about and get excited about besides art, besides the whole complex? That's a lot to get excited about. I think um, having Temple Tuesdays in other languages, either with subtitles or actually filmed in other languages, that's, we're moving in that direction. So I think that's the biggest news that we can have. We want people to know that, yes, we hear you. And yes, we're trying to be less U.S. centric. So that is so important. Like, after working in Europe and hearing what it means to people to hear something in their mother tongue or, or to be able to understand it is, it is so meaningful to people. I, my very first sermon I ever preached in my entire life, I, I preached in the Philippines and I preached half in English and half in Tagalog. And even though my Tagalog was abysmal and an older woman sat in the back and laughed the entire time. <laughs> what, what it meant to them was that I was willing to be vulnerable enough to do it. And, and I think it, it just is so meaningful for people. So I'm really, really glad that's happening. That's a really big part, a really important part. 
Yeah, I think that's our big news. And other than that, you can find us on the Latter-day Seeker main page, and we try to share it in other groups and pages as well. But check us out. Absolutely. Karen, thank you so much. This has been really informative, and it makes me even more excited about Temple Tuesdays than I was before. Well, great. Thanks so much, Carla. Bye, Karen. Thanks for listening to Project Zion Podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, or whatever podcast streaming service you use. And while you are there, give us a five-star rating. Project Zion Podcast is sponsored by Latter-day Seeker Ministries of Community of Christ. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are of those speaking and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Latter-day Seeker Ministries or Community of Christ. The music has been graciously provided by Dave Hines. 